guests tonight. The Hawkeye, John, follow through blue. Rap rock icon, both lead singers, both from 311. And always coming original to you, I am your host. Let me January 11th, 6.03 p.m. 2022. Still early in the new year. I think it's going to be a good one. I think this is going to be... This is going to be the best year of this show. What do you think, John? Unquestionably. Unquestionably. There, there, is, there is no doubt because the arc has been... It's been up. Up into the up into the right. It's like a, a hot stock. It might to make a sports reference. It's a hockey stick. There you go. Yeah, there you go to make a, a sports reference frequently co-opted by startups that are probably lying. <laughs> we need that hockey stick, and then they buy tickets to the Islanders, and no one wants to go to that game. <laughs> All right, let's um. Let's talk a little bit of NBA this weekend. We saw the return of Clay Thompson. You hear about this? It's like I'm doing late. Night. I, I did. Joke. I heard about this guy, and I I loved what they did introducing him last. Like it sounds yeah. like I loved what he said afterwards. You know, it's like the the cheers made it made it all worth it. Um, all the hours in the gym and just the mental and physical fatigue. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and this is a team that like really has both an identity metaphorically and in terms of the actual core players for a long time now. And just the fans so happy because of the struggles he's been through with injuries and just how good he is for the team to see him back. And then he starts and I see you see the replay of him dunking, not dunking past, not on Jared Allen. But still, going right. going up for a dunk and landing hard on that foot, and, and even watching it, I'm like, squeak, you know, like wincing a bit. I'm like, no, not the Achilles, because I mean, my me myself, if I were to do that dunk and land, I would like probably strain a muscle or something. <laughs> I would strain something about halfway up. Yeah, but uh, I would definitely um, complete no, the dunk. I, I'm 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 with you. I. I I, I'm nervous. Like I, I feel that way when I see KD playing 38 minutes a night, and I, I would feel that way. I felt that way when Paul George came back. I felt that way when Derrick Rose came back. Like, yeah, it's 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 tough to see these these guys just go out there and do it. But I mean, they're they're amazing, and it's just yet more proof that they are on a whole nother plane. Yeah. From all of us normal people. Yeah. And he must have tested that out and feels very confident in his ankle to take some load and his calf muscles. Yeah. I, you know, I myself never have had a calf issue or a 
Achilles injury or strain, but I have a weird fear of tearing my Achilles. I, I actually, I had Achilles tendonitis Ooh. and I, it freaked me out and I thought I would like tear my Achilles and I, it, it made me yeah, so freaked out. Cause I know how bad the Achilles tear is. Uh, when did you have oh, this? Yeah. Um, uh, like right before grad school. So I, the last time it's like 2008 or so, but then it lingered. It like lingered for um, several years until I got like proper physical therapy. Mm-hmm. What was it? Uh, so did it feel like a lot of uh, tightness and tightness? yeah, it's weird because it's like, it, it's, it, it's a weird um, injury because it actually loosens up when you play. Like yeah. when you get out and, and like run, it's like, it all, it's all right. It loosens up and it tightens up overnight. Um, and so then I would like wake up in the morning and I'd be like in pain. Mm. Um, so it hurt from that. And it's, it's just a really weird, it's a weird feeling and it's a weird spot. Cause it's like right down there and it's all concentrated and yeah, it was, um, I, what I had to do is ultimately I got one of these boots that you sleep in and it keeps your foot at a 90 degree angle. Mm-hmm. Um, so doing that and then a lot of, uh, calf stretching and calf strength physical therapy was your without the boot before wearing the boot was your foot po- toes pointing downward was your natural so they just do when you're sleeping yeah yeah no it wasn't like it snapped and that they were just hanging down right, right, or anything right. like that like i had the i had full control like mm-hmm. it was just it's if, if you're sleeping your foot relaxes and mm-hmm. then the um yeah the it, it stretches out and so then that puts strain on the Achilles. So you actually need it to be at that right angle to rest it. Mm. What type of exercises do you have to do? Just like a lot of ankle stuff. And- so the, the typical like lean against the wall, calf stretch stuff, yep. um, like a couple of versions of that. And then um, like balancing exercises where you get on one leg and, and like um, balance like that. And then when you progress past that, like getting on one leg and closing your eyes and which makes, which actually is a lot harder to balance when your eyes are closed. It's something you don't even think about, but then when you mm-hmm. do it, you're like, um, and then yeah, progressing to then like calf raises and the, like that sort of stuff. Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Jared Allen shows up for your final test. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a dunk. And then I dunk on him, near him, near him, near him. So before the season started, we both had our top 10 lists of uh, teams most likely to win a championship in the next five years. Uh, you had, I think, the Warriors at number three on your list. And I had them at number five, I believe. Both were probably higher than the consensus at that point for what list would be. So we both deserve props, but you more. Because now, I mean, the Warriors have the best record in the NBA, or tied for it. And I... It's hard to remember, maybe maybe the Spurs in some way, but another team that both was elite now and had like another class of players coming, another class of like younger players just kind of redshirting this season almost. Yeah, I don't remember seeing, even with the Spurs, it kind of, because I don't know that when Ginobili was new and Parker, we knew like how they would, end up 
right. you know, playing down the road. Um, Cause it was like, they weren't, they weren't top 10 draft picks or anything. No, no. Right. So, um, so yeah, I don't even know. This is like almost unprecedented. This is, um, this is crazy. And I, yeah, my thinking at the time was that they were close and that uh, already, and that organizations, you know, win championships, like Jerry Krause used to say, yep. whatever. And, and <laughs> I mean, I, I, of all the organizations, like they're the one that they're making the smart decisions, both for today and down the road. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've been impressed with what they've done this year. I think they're going to win it this year. Yeah. Um, I, I really do. I think so. so too. I would definitely have to pick them. Um, both of us <laughs> didn't have either Phoenix or Utah on our lists. Probably a mistake in hindsight. I still don't think they're going to do it. I, I think I'm, I'm more, I'm more of a believer in Utah than I was at the start of the year, because mm-hmm. I do see them doing the stuff that Milwaukee did when Milwaukee, you know, started experimenting more and things like that. Like they're trying to find a way to not get in a go bear gets played off the floor yeah. situation right there. So, so they're at least getting ready and I don't know if they can survive, but at least they're, you know, going to be in a better place when the playoffs come. The Suns are great, but Chris Paul's going to get hurt. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's going to get hurt in the, in the playoffs. And I just don't think they're going to get over the hump. The, I think the Warriors are too good. Yeah. The worst luck in playoff history you see. Uh, and the, the elephants in the room with Phoenix has always been Robert Sarver. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, hopefully now they have a solution. They could just fire him for some <laughs> workplace controversies. But the Robert Sar- Sarver, always known for being cheap, already they made a cheap move with the guy they drafted last year, Jalen Smith, who... I don't, do, so he's been playing because a lot of players have been getting playing time with COVID. DeAndre Ayton's out. He's been playing and actually showing what the scouting report showed for him when he was coming into the draft. Uh, a big who could shoot well. And so rookie players, they're guaranteed for the first two years at a certain price. And then they have another, they have a set price based on their draft position for the following two years. Um, But the team has to pick up the option like a year in advance. And they almost always do it for lottery picks. Like even the Knicks did it for Kevin Knox through his fourth year. You always just like, it's not that much. Maybe he turns into something. Maybe you could trade him. And they didn't just didn't do it for Jalen Smith. So he's a uh, unrestricted free agent this offseason. Yeah. And they've also potentially screwed up the Aiden thing. That's true, too. Um, and and so, yeah, I, I mean, people were like when they when he paid Chris Paul or whatever, and people were like, oh, Sarver's not cheap anymore. I'm like, yeah, Sarver's Sarver. He's yeah. going to. He's going to find a way to do this. And yeah, I, it's, it's funny that he screwed that up because Jalen Smith's going to be expensive for yeah. somebody. I, I imagine, I mean, they have restricted rights for Aiton, so they'll match. They have to give him, they're going to give him the max uh, unless he holds out or something. Maybe he's the guy who takes the... Uh, right, but he could... Who takes the qualifying if offer. He, he doesn't want to be there. Right. Yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah, anything could happen. You just don't want those options to be on the table. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe their window is just this year then. 
So good by us not putting him on the list. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you what do you think of uh, some of the other teams in the West that have? namely two teams in the West that have been rising in the standings recently, and that's Memphis, who's tied with Utah, and the Dallas Mavericks have been rising as well. Um, sort of just Memphis. Any any general thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think Memphis is awesome, and I think that is what the, um, the Rockets are going to be like in a few years with, like... Um, super elite some super elite talent up at the top and maybe even a number two pick Mm -hmm. say um at the top tearing up the league and then just a whole bunch of young guys who can ball and like i think i think i'm so excited about memphis mainly for that reason because i'm i'm like okay this formula can work for even um a traditionally small market team and it's cool. It's cool. If you have some elite talent and then a bunch of players who just bust their asses and are on board with the program, it can, it can work. So I'm, I'm loving every minute of Memphis. And Love. there's, there's a team that did extend their center in Jaron Jackson Jr. Even though he hadn't, they had less reason to extend him than Phoenix did with DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Uh, Dallas getting Luka Doncic back. They haven't looked amazing, but Kristaps Porzingis has actually been pretty good this year. Do you think that's just, it's just it's a bad. ticking time bomb or? Well, I mean, he's going to get hurt again, sure. I'm sure. But because <laughs> that's what happens with guys his size. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're using him differently. Um, and I think he's playing in the, he's getting a lot more post- um touches and yeah i mean he's fine for what he does i don't think he's worth the money Mm -hmm. um and i don't think he's gonna because he's making what 35 somewhere in that neighborhood now yeah maybe it's it's, i mean it's the max for what he could get and it's expensive yeah and and i don't know like he doesn't I just feel like he doesn't do enough to be that big um, a drag on the salary cap. Like it's it's great, I guess, for Dallas that he's playing better, but it's a pretty it's been a pretty low bar the last few years for him to clear. Yeah, he's not he's not, or it doesn't seem like, especially with his skill set, he's the type of guy who's going to be the second best player on a championship team. And I don't know who that guy is. They probably need some. You know, everybody wants this. A 3 and D wing like Kawhi Leonard in his prime. I know that he's an all-time great, so you can't say that. But someone who's that and, like, better than Tim Hardaway. They have a bunch of—they have, like, 20 wings that are all, like, okay. Like him and Reggie Bullock. Uh, obviously, Frank Nilakina, uh, who is great when he gets playing time. But, you know, so I hope they trade a bunch of wings away for one super wing and then opens up spot for Frank. That's what we're getting at here. I would love that. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Love it. Um, and uh, in the East, the Bulls are still awesome. Yeah. I mean, they're, they've are they got it. I mean, it's it's DeRozan. DeRozan mm-hmm. is, I mean, when back-to-back games with buzzer beaters. Oh, yeah. That's, that's all time. And he was the guy that no one wanted. 
And he's just like, yeah, by the way, I'm not perfect. You're all focusing on the thing I don't do, which is, you know, shoot threes Mm -hmm. really well or whatever. Um, And forgetting about all the things I do do, which is, you know, make long twos and play make. One of the things he do do, you said do do and long (laughs) two. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I think it's awesome. It was good for him. I've never been mm-hmm. a DeRozan fan. I thought he was kind of a loser in Toronto when they continually lost. They would blow yeah. it in the playoffs every year, not play up to their seed. And then he was in purgatory in San Antonio as far as the national media goes. And then while he was there, though, he was like, it's like he was uh, Clubber Lang training in Rocky Three, <laughs> right? Like, there's no, there's no fanfare. He's just in the empty gym, just grinding away. And he comes out and he's he's badass. So all all props to DeRozan. And finally, speaking of Toronto, they're uh, playing pretty well recently. Doing well in the bottom of the playoff standings in the East. And looking pretty good. And one thing you could say for sure now is that, you know, everybody, the consensus was that they should have taken Jalen Suggs with their number four pick. And they went with Scotty Brooks. A little ziggin when others Scott would have I did say Scotty Brooks. They did not draft Scotty Brooks. They drafted Scotty Barnes, huh? Oh, Scotty Brooks did play. Like he, yeah. he had a he had a real NBA career. I think he was on the Knicks for a second. Yeah. There was some like uh they were showing during one Knicks game some like prank segment they did where Scotty Brooks got cut for Clyde Clyde Frazier coming back. Oh nice. So, but they did not draft Scotty Brooks. They drafted Scotty Barnes, who's been Unbelievable. He's the prototypical Florida State type, the 3 and D guy with length, and it's working out for them. And I think if they get some good lottery luck this year, watch out, USA, because Canada is going to win some championships. I hope so. I I like him. Obviously, Nick Nurse is an Iowa guy. Uh Um, And uh, and I I love Van Vliet from back in the day. And I... I've been rooting for him, and I think it's I think it's awesome. I'm really happy to see it coming together. And Barnes is he's a revelation. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's great. Van Vliet might make a make an All Star team this year, and I I don't know if he's made an All Star team before. I don't think I don't so. know if he has either. Um, I think he's probably been knocking on the door because he's yeah. definitely more of a once after the championship run, he he was definitely known. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, speaking of known, um, we have a f- some famous musicians with us this this week. It's the the duo from you may know them from songs like "Come Original," "All Mixed Up." The two lead singers from Three Eleven. What's up, Three Eleven? Hello, uh, we are Nick Hexum and Doug Martinez from the band Three Eleven. You know what? I didn't know your names. I'm so sorry. I just knew you as, I thought one of you was three, the other 11. Our names are not common knowledge. No, sorry. <laughs> okay, so what is it? Nick and Doug? Nick and Doug, yes. Who, who am I talking to right now? This is Nick Hexum. Okay, Nick. Um, so the two of you reached out to me. You said you wanted to talk something about some sports team. Yes, we are here to talk about one thing and one thing alone, and that is Villanova, yeah. <laughs> Villanova, that's what you yeah, want. Yeah, Villanova, Big Five. Big Five. Uh, yeah, that's the that's the name for the five teams in Philadelphia. 
Ah, yes. wow, I learned something. Thanks, 311 because, and John. <laughs> because the Villanova Wildcats got the 500 wins for Jay Wright recently, and we wanted to talk about that. Yeah, he was all like, boom, boom, bat, the boom, boom, bat, dog, boom, boom, bat, dog, boom, boom, bat, dog. Come back in. Sorry. <laughs> When you were just saying Doug like that, were you trying to stop him or to just just to just to like, you know, hype him it up? Is, it is a way to reel him in. Yeah, I need that sometimes. Like freeze time. Yes, Doug. Damn, I didn't know you were Villanova fans. How did that happen? Well, we have a friend named Fouad who goes by Foo for short, who went there for college in the early 2000s, around the time our album Sound System was tearing up the charts. Yeah! And he explained to us the greatness of their basketball team. And that was enough. And, uh, and since then, they've done very well, winning two national championships, always competitive. Yeah, and even back in 85, they played the perfect game. Special thanks to Chris Jenkins. The perfect game. I, I've... Well, they they shot like 78% or whatever in the final against Georgetown. Ah, uh, uh, okay. And ultimately lost to Georgetown. No, they, they won. won. They beat Georgetown. Wow. You know what? I, yeah. uh, I have a blind spot in 80s, bas- 80s college basketball. You know what? It I'm is gonna... not common knowledge, like our names. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about Villanova this this year? Um, you know, they had a few losses early on, but they're they're still ranked, doing pretty well. What do you think of their chances this year? I think that this year, Amber is the color of the energy, and they are <laughs> going to go all the way. All the way. So you're taking all them in the your way. bracket. Yeah, when they play Xavier tomorrow, I got a, I got nine to five uh, odds on them. Okay, nine to five odds. I like it. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all should do a mashup. You know what I'm saying? Well, we are working on a new album. Uh, it'll be some great surprises in there. Yeah. What are some of the surprises? Uh, first of all, we incorporated using a sportscaster's cough button for certain sound effects. <laughs> okay. We also have Scott Van Pelt busting some rhymes in the bridge of one of our songs. Wow, SVP busting some rhymes. <laughs> I didn't know he. I didn't know he had it in him. That's well, cool. That's why he has those headphones on in his graphic. Right. He's listening to some hot beats. Mostly by us. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So Villanova's your college team. Do you have a team you like in the pros? Well, obviously the Philadelphia Warriors. Who are you, are you confusing them with? Maybe the Washington football team. Who is? Oh no, the Seventy Sixers. Philadelphia Warriors. The, uh, the the Philadelphia Warriors moved west and later That's became. Right. I think they the became Golden, Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors. Okay. Again, we are referencing yeah. Pitch and Paul Aronson, who came from Villanova to play on the Philadelphia Warriors. But then again, he did retire in 1962. Okay, yeah. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Wilt the Stilt was playing for the Philadelphia Warriors back then. Mm. Yeah, the Stilt. <laughs> Is Wilt the Stilt like Wilt Chamberlain or a different Wilt? That's Wilt Chamberlain. Okay, Wilt the Stilt. I know him yeah, as he, Wilt the 10,000. 
he at one time <laughs> went on a very strange date with Rhonda Shear at the Playboy Mansion in the late 1970s. Yeah. I didn't know. How old was Rhonda Shear in the late 1970s? In 1979, I believe she was 25 years old. Okay, that's not so. That's a age-appropriate date, I guess. Good for Wilt the Stilts. Well, um, did Wilt the Stilts ever play for the Philadelphia 76ers? Um, I will do, you know, no. So. I don't remember how that went down. And um, yeah. Um. Well, well thanks 311 for embarrassing me with my lack of Philadelphia sports <laughs> knowledge. It is not common knowledge like our names. Like Nick and Doug. Nick and Doug. Yeah. That sounds like a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> well, uh, I believe Doug yeah. over here was the inspiration uh, for the cartoon Doug. He does wear a green vest quite often. Yeah, like the trees. <laughs> yeah, smoking trees, right? Yeah, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Philadelphia Warriors then moved to Golden State, and we were talking about them. Who do you root for now? Do you still root for the... Golden State Warriors, or do you have a different pro team you've adopted? I would say I would go with Golden State. Just at a principle, also our friend Jeff, who is also friends with our friend Fu, the big fan it is. Is Fu is Fu the guy? Who's is Fu the guitarist? Fu is our friend who once said, uh, and this is what made us become friends with him sitting next to us at a bar, he said, life is all about Tony Reale and Temple of the Dog. <laughs> okay. Our yeah. guitarist's name is Tim. Okay. Temple of the Dog, yeah. Um, you know, there's a movie out now called Power of the Dog or something like that, and it's confused me. I thought it was about the Soundgarden Pearl Jam mashup band, but it's not. It does not feature Jeff Lamette on bass. It does not, No. Well, ain't worth seeing then. Well, uh, what about other sports? You you follow football at all? Uh, we have been entranced by the power of the L.A. Chargers this season. Oh, yeah? The L.A. Chargers who just missed getting to the playoffs? Yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they It was impressive how they lost that game in overtime. Well, they did come original, at least. It's true. I mean, no one expected them to be there, so they came and they lost. Uh, and they but, dreamed of juice. Yep. Yep. Like the movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, like like the movie Police I, Academy 4. They, they yeah. almost... <laughs> I was going to say, the Chargers almost tied their way into the playoffs, yeah. which would have been, like, the ultimate... You know, back again. That would have been great, but yeah, couldn't couldn't pull it off. Could not come back in. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so, what about the L.A. Rams? Because you spend a lot of time in California, right? We are currently based in Los Angeles. Yes. Right. So, do you like the L.A. Rams? No, oh, with charges all the way. Charges. It's a Chargers family all the way. All the way. Yeah. Well. Um. I know, John, you're probably rooting for Kansas City in the playoffs this year. Absolutely. It's, yep. this, is, uh, this is their year. <laughs> I know I said that last year, but right. um, this, this time. I think they're the best team in the AFC. Um, they've got it all going at the right time. They should, they, should, they should make quick work of that conference. But I, I hope so. I can't 
they didn't get the number one seed, so that makes it a little tougher. But yeah. um, but yeah, I, I just can't stomach Rogers winning. I can't. I know. I know. Do you think he's gonna get the MVP? Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, it seems that way, and I think he deserves it. Uh, well, no, he doesn't deserve it, but I think his his season, he was the probably the most valuable player this year with Green Bay taking the top seed, even with him missing two games in such a weird season. But man, does he suck as a human being. Yeah. What do you think about it, oh, Nick? Nick, what do you think about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is not the kind of guy who would probably listen to the music of 311. So he could uh, turn his compass east, if you know what I mean. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, maybe he will head east next year. Maybe he'll be the Giants quarterback. Maybe he just won't be playing at all. You know, maybe maybe life will find a way. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, with Newman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what about uh what about hockey you a hockey fan we do enjoy a good power play from time to time <laughs> yeah i enjoy the power play it's 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 powerful it's it hits you right in the 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 part of the brain that thinks things the solar plexus one might say <laughs> yeah it hits you in the solar plexus and then you're you gotta like kind of like i don't know Put your hand over your shoulder, or solar plexus is down here, right? No, it's right middle of the chest. Middle of the chest, okay. Perhaps the duodenum. Yeah, the duodenum. Is that in the colon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we here at 311 may not know anatomy much, but we are big Detroit Red Wings fans. Ah, Sergey Fedorov. Fedorov. And I know you, you mentioned Stephen A. Smith before. You're a fan of his? Despite the fact that he just no way understands hockey and makes a big point that everyone knows that, yes, we are a fan of his and his sort of uh, downbeat facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. Very moody, I guess you could say. Quite frankly, yes. Quite frankly, he's moody. <laughs> All right, well, um, anything else you'd like to talk? You'd like to plug any new albums, anything like that? Well, Remaining a bit hush-hush about our new album, but it will be out uh, by the end of the year. Uh, but just in case, uh, in other realms of entertainment, we would like to let people know that uh, 40 out of the 52 episodes of Madam's Place are uh, up on YouTube if you would like to relive that magic. That's a that's a nice plug of you. Madam's Place? Yes, of uh, Waylon Flowers and Madam's fame. You know, that uh, old lady puppet? Um, maybe if I saw it, I would know. It features Judy Landers and a very young Corey Feldman. Ah, wow. This is some interesting new uh, content to keep an eye out for. It's wait, younger than, wait, how young is Corey Feldman? Like younger than Friday the 13th, Corey Feldman? <laughs> yes, he, he actually left that show to be in Friday the 13th. Oh, oh wow. Wow, best decision so, you ever made. New content as in uh, 1982, yes. That's not that <laughs> old, no. I mean, George, the Georgia Bulldogs, um, their last national championship was before then. So, And they obviously just won last night. 
1982. Not that long ago. A year that came original. Exactly. Year of the dog, I think. Temple of the dog. Yeah. Temple of the dog, That's baby. That's where I worship. That's where I worship. <laughs> well, um, so I guess we might as well talk uh, while, while you're here, 311, about some New York teams. What do you think of that? New York teams. Uh, Mets over Yankees. Giants over Jets. Uh, no hockey whatsoever. Uh, Knicks over Nets. Okay, I agree with the Knicks over Nets part. Um, the Giants are terrible. They just fired mm-hmm. their general manager and coach, which is the best thing they've done in a long time. Uh, the Jets are, I was, you know, it's funny. Like, Jets and Giants both had four wins this year. If you're a fan, I don't know if you're a fan of either, John, but if you're a Jets I would rather fan, see the Giants win than the Jets. Sure. But... But what your mindset is trying to be. Yeah, Jets. If you're a Jets fan, you're feeling great. You're feeling like, okay, we maybe have our quarterback. Things are going up. Robert Sala seems okay as a coach. If you're a Giants fan, it's just like there's a lot of a lot of diarrhea to clean up on those walls. Yeah. Proud from what? <laughs> yeah. Now, you said Knicks over Nets. Um Knicks won last night against the Spurs. Uh, R.J. Barrett had 30-plus points, maybe his best game as a pro. Julius Randle did not do so well. He went two for seven, something like that, uh, single digits Yeah, we were points. calling him Orange Julius last night. Yeah. <laughs> we feel you. That's that's our nickname for him, too. Um. He still can't get, you know, he had one great game where he booed the fans. I saw you do the thumbs down, John. Uh, Mm -hmm. And that I didn't care about. You know, boo the fans. I don't care. Um, Fans boo him. But, man, he just, he's not, I don't know. I I don't think there's, I don't think you can win a championship with him. He's got misdirected hostility. That's what you got, see? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know who Julius Randall reminds me of? Who? Uh, Julius Randall from every year but last year. Oh, I see. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, last year, his decision making was so much sharper, and now it's just like crap. And they don't know. It's, he doesn't know what to do if he doesn't have the ball in his hands all the time. And blech. get him out of there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he becomes available to trade February 3rd. Um, I mean, he could he could help a contender. I don't I yeah. don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Knicks are looking to do. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they – it is a good question. Uh, we'll talk about it more as the trade deadline approaches on February 10th. Um, but, yeah, Knicks got to decide – like – I think the problem is they're going to be hovering around the same place where they're maybe close to the playing game. I think it would be a decent idea to maybe like trade Alec Burks for a pick. Be that be a seller this year because you're not you're not going anywhere. the 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 answer is in the young guys. Let's not only to free up some 
to get some draft picks, but also to free up some playing time for Deuce <clears throat> McBride and Obi Toppin. I mean, Obi Toppin's never going to get playing time while Julius Randle's there, and I don't think they're training Randle this year. But by next year, they're going to kind of decide which guy they're going with at power forward. Yeah, and I'm leaning towards Toppin right now yeah. just because it's sort of the, I, I don't know, he could be great. I know where Julius Randle yeah. is. I, I'm i disappointed, mm-hmm. but I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. It took me so long last year to finally get on board with believing that he's good, and then as soon as I started that, he shot the bed in the Atlanta series and continued to shit <laughs> since then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Doug, 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 uh, what do you, what do you think they should do trade wise? Anything to beat Atlanta. Yeah. What? We have a Doug, come against- back in. I didn't hear that. <laughs> what he's trying to say is that we have a strong bias against Atlanta in a uh, pretty much any sport. Oh, why is that? Is it because you don't like the yin yang twins? <laughs> That is actually one of the better things to come out of that city. Uh, okay. You just don't like the sports teams? We don't like the city. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of bad uh, bad history there. Never never had a good show in Atlanta. Never. Yeah. Well, um, They love us a little too much over there, if you know what I mean. Oh, I see. I, I think I I think I understand. I don't. But um, I'll Doug pretend- got hit in the head with several wine bottles thrown at us uh, from the audience. It, it, it just... It, it just ain't a, it ain't a great place to play, you know. Yeah, very hostile fans. They got misdirected hostility, as you would say. That's what you got, see. <laughs> um, have you? Speaking of draft, I watched uh, the Miami Hurricanes upset the Duke Blue Devils this week. Miami looked pretty good. Um, Paulo Banchero, he's the real deal. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not breaking any news here, but he looks like a very engaged player. His body's already, he's not like a twig, like some of these rookies you see that are like uh, Evan Mobley or whoever, you know, like crappy players like Evan Mobley, you know. (laughs) He does in fact come original. Yeah. Yeah. Chad Holmgren also a little on the skinny side these days. Um, So yeah, no, I think, I think he's going to be the number one guy. Yeah, um, it seems like everything's pointed to that, but I guess it's a long season. Who knows? It seems like, from, and I haven't watched uh, much Gonzaga, but it seems like it's not really the system to really show off, um, or the team to really show off Holmgren's skills, all of his skills. So he's kind of he's maybe being a little underutilized. So I don't know. Um, I would love it if Holm- Holmgren was great. I think that would be awesome. But yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen. I- they, yeah, they do have another big man. Is it no Killian Tilly was drafted, so it's not him. No, it's, it, yeah, I forget. It's the guy who's been there for a few years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of guys who've been there for a few years, the Villanova Wildcats and um, Nick Gillespie. I feel like Nick Gillespie is like a ten-year senior. Yeah. Sometimes you just you just stay where the magic is, you know. Yeah, don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah, but I think what the deal is is he's 
I think you get five years of eligibility and it probably got an extra year of eligibility because of the COVID year. So he's, it's probably like his sixth season or it feels that way. It's, it's it, no, I think you only get four. I think you only get four years of eligibility. Oh, really? Yeah. And so if you look up uh, Jordan Bohannon, so he's on Iowa and I think he's in his seventh year wow. um, because, because he's had like, there's the four, plus the COVID year. And then I think he had like an injury one or something like that. And then special circumstances. So I think the COVID thing, I think you could get a pass on both those years. I don't know. I think Jordan Bohannon might be in his seventh year with Iowa, at least his sixth. Yeah. Uh, I guess they know they're not going pro. So why not try to get some glory while you can? You ain't getting Yeah. And it's younger. funny because he has like school records for like all these things from just being there so long yeah he probably he probably wants to avoid getting casey jones syndrome if you know what that is is that when you're driving a train high on cocaine (laughs) that is that is an aspect of the syndrome casey jones syndrome is where you are a professional athlete for a certain period a very brief period of time and then you are no longer allowed to be a professional athlete causes again a lot of misdirected hostility that's what you can't see <laughs> involving beating people with a hockey stick a baseball bat perhaps okay i guess this is what happened to casey jones the friend of the ninja turtles that is exactly what happened and he in fact was named after the uh, song written by the grateful dead a band that is nowhere uh, near as good as the band 311 oh wow that's some that's some hard talk deadheads Poor talk deadheads write in and tell me if you like the dead better or 311 better i guess if you're deadheads <laughs> you will say the dead we, we were interested to see the results of i just picked it up larry and jordan bohannon is 24 years old mm. right now okay and still playing for iowa yeah well maybe he's getting a grad degree i i watched actually the uh the it was like a month ago the women's final four in volleyball um they had it on espn and of course since it's sports i watch so um a lot of those players are like fifth year players or you know using as much eligibility as possible um but for one like there is no not really any like celebrated pro American volleyball league mm-hmm. there is in Europe. So like co- winning a college national championship is one of the like only goals there is in volleyball. Um, but it seems like a lot of them were, uh, they kept talking about like what they're doing in college, whatever, but, and a lot of them were getting master's degrees and stuff. Yeah. I think cause I, cause what happens is if you redshirt your freshman year, right. Then you get four years years after that so you get four years of actual playing eligibility mm-hmm. so if you're not if by the time you have are there in college for your fifth year yeah you might as well be yeah. having a grad degree yeah get them degrees so yeah. that's that's nick gillespie the casey jones of uh <laughs> the, the the casey jones of basketball and for your villanova wildcats yeah it happens <laughs> It happens. Um, so before we head out, um, I know I already asked you what albums you're coming out, but Nick and Doug, anything else you'd like to plug? Plug? Hmm. 
Take your time. Well, if you ever find yourself in the town of Riverdale, say hi to Archie or Jughead <laughs> or any of the various characters who live there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely say hello to Jughead and Archie if I'm ever there. That is one of the greatest towns to play in. Just, just say it. Yeah, well, they got a good football player there, Moose. <laughs> Moose, yeah. <laughs> yeah, here he's, uh, he's a great tight end. And they, believe it or not, have a stage in the back of Pop's Diner. It's a very pleasant place to play. The sound system is quite amazing. Oh, nice. So you can, you, the crowd can really hear you when you say, come back in. Oh, every time. Yeah, it's more than just a fill at that point in, in, in Riverdale. John, um, anything you'd like to plug? Or you could piggyback on the Riverdale plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm, think I'm good. Like, I guess... In general, I just let's uh, let's get through this together, people. Yeah. yeah, stay stay home if you're sick. Stay sick if you're home. Yeah, or what? Stay sick like three eleven. Exactly. It slaps clutch. <laughs> Slapped clutch. You know what it is. Uh, I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on all social media, and you could subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams, and may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Thank you.